This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What up, John? I got my first dose of Pfizer today. That's what's up. Hey, nice, man. Nice, Pretty dude. stoked. My arm feels yeah. good. I'm feeling feeling healthy, so... Uh, Dude, you you might be one shot away from uh, going to a Laker game. I I really hope so. I really really hope so. Very excited. Ah, me too. Me too. Um, I just want to invite all of our followers to uh, check out our pod on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, wherever you get your pods, wherever you're listening right now. Please subscribe. And if you're enjoying it, please check it out and share it with your friends, comment, all that kind of good stuff, and follow us on social media. Also, before we jump in, I just want to give a shout out and uh, RIP to the great Elgin Baylor. I mean, you don't have Kobe without Elgin. It just, you don't have so many players without Elgin. He's part of that evolution of the game that is insanely critical. And I, what did he, what did he average like 38 and 20 or something one season? In a season where he was also like a reservist in the army and could only play on weekends. Incredible. Yeah. I learned a lot about Elgin Baylor that I did not know. I, I did not know Same. how vital he was to the actual like survival of the team uh, at one point, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I think honestly, I mean, he's probably the most forgotten Laker great, which is uh, and, unfortunate. And how important he was to um, desegregation and social justice. He was a big player empowerment guy. Um, handled race issues i feel like he was he was like a tone setter for what the lakers became and he's also a tragic figure because he missed out on this championship i know they won the, they they won the year that he retired that man. season i know i know i know i mean i just think the the biggest testament to him is the outpouring from all of the the big names in the nba right magic saying he was showtime before showtime you know, Jerry West True. saying he was like the best teammate I ever played with. There was even a, a quote attributed to Chick Hearn that when someone asked him like who who the best Laker was of all time or, or who his favorite Laker was, something to that effect, his answer was Elgin Baylor. So uh, amazing. Pour one out. Pretty cool. We got to honor him this season with the the lore jerseys. Yes, I know. Yeah, um, seriously. I think that's awesome that you know he he got to be a part of that. Obviously, he's got his statue outside, very mm-hmm. well deserved. We got to do that a couple years ago. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd seeing those pictures of Kobe and him, the statue unveiling. Ooh, yeah, yeah, got me a little. Yeah, bit. but yeah, just just wanted to start out the pod. I know it's kind of sad, but also you know, it's a celebration kind of thing too, where it's it's like this is a moment for us to appreciate what Eldrin brought to the game, what he brought to the organization, and uh, kind of who he was and what he what he did with his life. So, um, you know, it's inevitable for all of us, but like this is that's a moment for us to look back and like you're saying so. Like I, I didn't know some of the things too, especially the segregation stuff, where he was he was going in, and he was refusing to play in segregated ho- like cities where they do segregate hotels and things like that, sacrificing pay grade, forcing ownership into a difficult decision, and they ultimately sided with Elgin. And th- those are you know that's groundbreaking stuff that leads to the NBA and you know in part the society that we have today. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So rest in peace, Elgin. Uh, yeah, lots and prayers, family and friends. Um, Luke, let's move to in and out. And on a similarly grim note, uh, Luke, in or out, there is a good chance the Lakers are now going to miss the playoffs. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's some shit. Come on, man. I did this on purpose because this was the stupidest <laughs> thing I saw on the internet in like the last two <laughs> <Yeah>. weeks. <laughs> Okay, first of all, there's a play-in this year, guys. There's a play-in. Even if you're ninth, what do you, I think even 10th? Like there's some... I, yeah, I think I'm so. Sure. Yeah, it's 10th. Whatever. Yeah, ninth and 10th have a shot. You really bet against LeBron James in a play-in? Game seven? Well... Come on. And also, like, I mean, we would have to fall and, like, every other mediocre team would have to start Soar. winning at, like, 75%. And then when our guys come back for the last month of the season, which we'll talk about, but but they in all in all likelihood will, we would have to continue mm-hmm. sucking. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you, hard out on this. Does, it, does anyone really? I like back against the wall. Could LeBron play in a month? Yeah, I mean Skip Bayless maybe thinks this, but you know, ridiculous. <laughs> so yes, 
Yes. And I, I think it's wishful thinking by NBA fans. I think that's really what it is. Mm. It's, it, I don't know if it's coming necessarily from Laker fans. It, there's doomsday Laker fans for sure. And that's part of the reason why we want to pod is to talk to them and be like, it's okay. Yeah, be chill, okay. chill, chill. <laughs> yeah. We'll get through this together. But uh, other, like, think about, think about the Nuggets. You work hard. You play a great season. You meet the Lakers in the first I round. Mean, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Can you can you think about like the Nuggets or or even the Jazz right now? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Ooh, that would be some spicy milk. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have to close the bar at four p.m. <laughs> yeah, it'd be some real spicy milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two Scovilles. Uh, there'd be some spilled milk that day. <laughs> Trying. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, what a yeah, joke. It, it, yeah, it's we like we're gonna lose seating, and and we can talk about if course, that matters or granted. not, right? And and Absolutely. look, I would rather we not play the the play in tournament. I, I think the way that it works yeah. is the seven seed just has to win best of two. Win once. Yeah, the exactly. eight seed to has once. to has to. Uh, yeah. Um. So win. I would rather not end up in that situation because anything can happen absolutely uh and also you don't want to be that tired and that engaged yeah first game of the playoffs plus we saw what happened last year with first our first playoff games in which we just like kind of took a game to calibrate yeah but that's because i know i know but lebron is like yeah we're not gonna lose four against this guy look (laughs) i I would not be surprised if we slid to like somewhere between fifth and seventh while both of these guys are out, if they remain out for weeks, but I don't wow. think we'll okay. stay there once they come Important back. Important caveat. Agreed. I think once they come back, we're going to roll teams and that's not, yes. I don't think that's just me being a homer. No, we were, that's me we were remembering. Already starting to roll teams after the all-star break without Anthony Davis. And, and also remember when AD and LeBron were playing, all of a sudden, everybody else was better. Yeah. KCP was better. Yeah. Like, yeah. KCP was hitting shots. Like, yeah. Things were working. Yeah. It's because the team is built around that. And also, in the beginning of the season, AD didn't want to dunk, man. I know. I know. He was not being very aggressive on offense. He wasn't He wasn't himself. And if, if anything, like, maybe the part that I'm being most optimistic about is saying AD doesn't really need to be out. That's what I feel. Mm. I'm not sure if that's completely true. Okay. Okay. But I feel like it's a precautionary measure. And I feel like they've kind of been clear with that when in their media statement saying we're holding AD to make sure that right. worst case thing doesn't happen. Right, right. Which is good, which I'm glad that they're doing. That's fair. I, I agree with that. All right. How about this? In or out, we jinxed LeBron by revealing that his skeleton is made of adamantium. <laughs> we jinxed LeBron, man. I think I think it's our fault. It. I think it's our fault. We talked we talked too long about it. I know. I know. I uh Well, we didn't anticipate somebody running into his leg. Sorry. Well, here's the th- here's I mean this is the one thing I don't thing. think it was a dirty play. No, no, no. I think it was a stupid play. I don't think um, I I agree. I do not think it was a dirty play. I just think it it in retrospect idiotic. was not necessary by Solomon Hill. But but not I don't think it was intentional or dirty or 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 whatever. I think it was obscenely dumb. Yeah. Yeah dumb the furthest limit of why are you doing that yeah kind of the the hope the the i guess like silver lining for me in this is this is not an age-related injury like this is this is not freaky freaky. yeah this is like this this would happen uh to tht or you know like this would happen to a young person if they were hit the same way at the same force right so um, Any ball handler. I think it's important kind of to keep happens. that in mind because I think there are some people online right now being like, oh no, this is two out of three seasons where Braun's had an injury. Is he starting to break down? Like, n- no, no, this is not Braun breaking down. Like, this this was not that. Doug, I mean, imagine somebody doing that to your leg. Yeah, if my ankle twit, like, like, <laughs> like, it, you know, ro- I can't even, I can't even try to rotate it that direction. It goes the <laughs> other way a little bit, you know, but the outward, that just, that's no go. And I'm, I've. You probably couldn't hit a three right after. No. Well, he landed okay. on one foot. But he got stepped under on that three. That's the part <laughs> that got me. That was like, come on, Solomon Hill. Like, first one, I'll give you the pass that it's like, I don't, personally, I don't think that it was an intentional dirty play, but he didn't need to. 
That's like not a regular season play. But then you jump under the guy, yeah, under that, was, that same foot on yeah. the next freaking play. Oh, yeah. God, I hated that. I was I was screaming at the TV. So let me hit you with this in or out. LeBron yeah. knew that he only needed three points. Yes. After injuring his ankle to reach double digits and keep his streak alive. And so he intended, he, he decided in his head to come back in and, and try to hit a three so that he could get in double digits and keep his streak alive. Why did he go camp in the corner? For the reason. <laughs> Le- LeBron is a simple and complex man. <laughs> he is always aware. Yes. He always yes. knows. Yes. Yes, 100%. I, I believe this 100%. I believe that he knew in his head <laughs> that he had seven points, that he only needed one more three-pointer to get double digits and keep his streak alive, which his streak is like, it's like three times as many games as Michael Jordan's, who's in second. It's outrageous. Like, no one's ever going to come for that that streak. But uh, I think he basically was like, I'm going to stand for one more thing, try to hit a three. If I hit it, great. If I don't, then okay, maybe I'll go out. But I'm going to mm-hmm. at least get myself, I'm going to bet on myself. Yep. Um, all right, one, one more kind of injury-related thing. And then let's move on to, to trade deadline stuff, because today was the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, uh, and you kind of already alluded to this, but in or out, LeBron's mm-hmm. injury will not impact the timing of Anthony Davis's return. No. I don't, I don't think that Rob Palenka is that scared, and I think that the trade deadline proves it. Okay. And I think that the team knows more than we do. Yes. Yes. Unquestionable fact. If the team knew that LeBron was going to be out until the second round of the playoffs, THT wouldn't be on this team. Mm, I like, okay. All right. All right. All right. So let's, let's, let's get to the next in or out. Cause, cause you're, you're alluding to it. So just so everyone knows we're recording, uh, Thursday night, March 25th. The Lakers are actually playing the Sixers right now. I think we're down, like down five in the third quarter. We're actually hanging with them, surprisingly. But I guess Embiid's not playing. Um, so uh, earlier today, there was this flurry of rumors in like the last hour or half hour. And what was you kind of alluded to it yesterday that the Lakers might be trying to make a late push for Kyle Lowry? And re- reportedly, you know, we end up not making a trade, uh, but the deal was reportedly. Uh, centered around Schroeder, KCP, and the hang-up was that the Raptors wanted Taylor Horton Tucker, and the Lakers refused to include him in the in the package. Similarly, for the Miami Heat, um, they wanted Tyler Hero, and the Heat refused to put him in the trade, and so both neither of these trades happened. Uh, so, Luke, in or out on us not agreeing to include THT in the trade for Kyle Lowry? It's a tricky one. I'm out because of Schroeder. I don't think you give up two ball handlers for one. Oh, okay. So you're just out on the trade regardless of the THT element of it. You wouldn't have done it with or no, without THT. No, no. I Okay, so here, let me, let me clarify. Schroeder oh, you would have traded two THT. of those three guys for Lowry, exactly. but not all three. Well, I, no, the thing is, I wouldn't trade Schroeder and THT uh, at the, okay. in the same trade for a ball handler, if that makes okay, sense. Okay, so you would like, have done Schroeder and KCP or Schroeder, sorry, 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 KCP and Schroeder or KCP and THT. Or, exactly. Ah, uh, okay. And a first round. Okay. Or yeah. Okay. That That's, so that's, it, for a 35-year-old especially, like, right now we are in a deficit of people that can create offense. And THT is one of the few, and Schroeder is one of the few yeah. that can actually do something yeah. when our two main stars are off the floor. That's a great point. I'm uh, I'm very I'm very in on not including THT in the trade for mm. Kyle Lowry, but it's because I'm actually just out on the trade for Kyle Lowry. Mm. Okay. All right. So let me give you another in or out, and I'll explain why. But in or out, yeah. I'd rather have Schroeder than Lowry. Ooh. I think I'm out. I think I'm out. But because Lowry's one. I mean, Schroeder's given us a lot of defense. This is a tough one. Yeah. I didn't prepare for this. But yeah. I think I'm out. I think I'd I think I would rather have Lowry. I feel like most people would agree, but please. So I I'm I'm in on I'm in on this. I I at this point would rather have Schroeder than Lowry. Here, here's why. I'm not yeah. out here arguing that Sh- that Schroeder is the better player between the two of them today. Mm-hmm. But I think that what this Laker team has today is very rare. 
and teams don't have it very often. And that is a present and a future, mm. right? We have a present. We have a team constructed today with Shooter on it that is a championship favorite, assuming AD and, and Braun are healthy, right? We right. also have a core of young guys, Schroeder being one of them, yes. who will be important pieces for us moving forward as a, a future core, whether they are part of it or a trade trip in the future. So mm-hmm. for me, trading Schroeder for Lowry in any way is basically saying we want to kind of like marginally increase our championship odds this season mm-hmm. and like probably pretty meaningfully decrease our championship odds in future seasons. And so for that reason, me, I'm, 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 uh, I'd rather have true than Lowry at this, at this point in time. Let me jump off of that real quick. Cause I, I like, I like the way you're thinking. We are all in chips on the table on LeBron and AD. If one of those guys is missing, we're probably not winning the championship. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. With LeBron, anything's possible, but <laughs> it's unlikely you know. though. Yeah. It's unlikely. Um, adding Lowry. Does that change? If you didn't have one of the two, if we're if, if we already have a re, like a like a yeah, I mean it's it's like a it's like a diminishing returns like thing, it. right? Like we're approaching an asymptote, and so like even if you added mm-hmm. an amazing player to this team, the team only gets mm-hmm. so much better. See, okay, th- th- that's not exactly what I'm trying to say. Like adding Lowry makes it so that if you have LeBron and AD, it's more likely to win a championship. But you already have LeBron and AD, so it's already likely. To yeah, win a championship. yeah, yeah. If you don't have one of those two guys. I feel like the reason to have a big three is to be able to still win a championship with two. Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You one know, of like, them gets hurt. Like, and like, like we experienced guy, losing, I guess Bynum wasn't really big three, but we lost Bynum. We still yeah, had Powell and Kobe right. and, and we were able to make it happen. And I'm thinking like the, the Cavs, like the LeBron Cavs with Kyrie and love. Yes. It's like, that was a good enough big three that you could lose one of the, th- well, you could lose one of the non LeBron <laughs> love for a little bit and you could, you could survive. But like, like take Beal for example. You added Beal to this team. That's different. Yeah, yeah. That's like That's okay. Yes. You know. Yes. AD missed a couple games in the finals. You probably still could win yeah. the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair games, enough. You probably, you yes. Know, if you if you were of, adding like or like Kawhi or like you know whatever. Yeah. If you're adding some, all NBA or borderline all NBA talent, then that's a different. It's a different story. story. But like like DeRozan or Lowry no, or no. which I thought was funny that both of them I came know. up as like the Toronto Raptors come yeah. and like have Stockholm syndrome with LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my question for you on this one. Are you worried yeah, at all dude. about Schroeder signing an extension with us after knowing that he was openly shopped? And then it wasn't no. him that was the sticking point, it was THT. No. I don't know if he's like Polink is really good at talking these things out. And like, all this is just conjecture. I mean, I saw it first by Scoop B. <laughs> and who the hell knows what Scoop B knows, man? So, yeah, I, I, I'm not that worried about it. I think that it affects, like, rookies more. Mm-hmm. like Or, like, you know, rookie sophomores more to be like, oh, I was being shopped. Like, Tyler Hero yeah. uh, is probably going to be emboldened. It's mm-hmm. like, they didn't want to trade. You know, like, right. but I think it, at Schroeder's point, he's already been traded before. And I think that Polink is good at smoothing those things out. And that might even be like a, you know, we could have. Yeah. Let's sign that deal. Yeah. There might even be a little bit of leverage there. So, all right. That's fair. I want to keep him. For the record, I'm all in on keeping Schroeder going over the cap and and tax and all that kind of stuff. And I think the genie doesn't carry the, I think that the Woj stuff in or out, Woj is blowing smoke out his ass when he's saying that the Lakers are trying to clear salary. Oh, it's so stupid. It's the dumbest idea ever because like, like for, for what, first of all, like who, and, and, and for, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's been very well documented at this point that Woj has zero Lakers sources. I, I got to hit you with one more, too. I heard Zach Lowe talking about how the Lakers bus family doesn't have the same money that other people, um, other owners. Well, y- y- I mean, y- yes, yes, that is fair. They, like, they don't have some of the same, like, you know, some of these ownership groups in- involve a lot of very high net worth people. The difference being is that at this point, like, this is the bus business, whereas a lot of other owners... yes. Like Mark Cuban is not like the Dallas Mavericks are not his primary income source. 
Yes. Right. Like I think that's what, what Zach Lowe was, was sort of alluding to. And so mm-hmm. like, but we, but, this is the point, but we have the, the, well, yeah, they're, they have to be all in on this because it is their primary business. It's their thing. Yeah. I feel like it's a better situation if it's like the only way I make money is, is, is if this thing succeeds, yeah. this thing better succeed. Yeah. And also it's not like they don't have partners. It's not like there's not a, no, I know. Group. I know. They've got AG. And yeah. I, I know. I know. AGs and, and well, and like, the, again, like it all comes back to the TV deal. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, they have the biggest the, television market. They have the biggest TV deal. Like that's financing this whole thing. And I, I just want to throw that out for our listeners where it's, if you're scared about the salary cap situation, Jeannie actually had an interview and as far as she could have possibly gone is like, don't worry about that. Yeah. They're the Lakers. It's just for clicks. They're not, they're not trying to shed salary. Obviously Polinka wants to have a good book and like, I I'm excited to have dang off the books, yes. but like, that'll be nice. I, I don't think it's a big deal. Even if we're repeaters to pay the tax. No, it, I think it's a non-issue. I mean, like, it's it is worth it for, like, I hope we win champion. I hope we win the championship the next couple of years, right? I hope we have another three peat yeah. or a repeat or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. even just being there, it like to me, it's all about like buying time, right? Mm-hmm. Fan bases wither when it's been too long since you've been back to like the playoffs, right? It's kind of like the, mm-hmm. the it's it's kind of like the source of life, right? Like if mm. like it. It, it it's been hard as like a as like a Charger or a Padre fan, right? <laughs> yeah. To be honest, because it's just like yeah. man, it's just been like so long since it really mattered. But man, last year getting that little taste of the playoffs of the Padres again, mm-hmm. it like rejuvenated me a little bit. And now I'm like, all right, let's think about baseball again. And it's we've talked about it on this pod like I did not care about baseball two years ago, right? Yeah. And so I think that and for them, for them, it's like man. Keep, like paying the tax for a couple of years buys them like 10 years of, of engaged fandom and relevance and can, you know, continued Jersey sales and more, you know, TV deal renewals and like all that kind of stuff. Like the, the ROI on that is, is it's like stupid good. Yeah. And those lower jerseys too, those buy them some Jersey sales a day. Well, and we're going to get the new, and we're going to get a new Jersey sponsor next year too. So that's going to be more money yep. coming in. Like there's, Plenty of money here. I don't want a wish patch. I don't want. To I wish, know. Wish I know. Patch. That's been the thing that's kept me. I wanted to get the um, earned jersey, the black one. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty dope. Um, it's actually dark gray. I don't, know, I don't know if you realized that. Oh, I didn't. Realize. Yeah, it's like a charcoal. Uh, LeBron's not. LeBron's not going to play as well. I, <laughs> I think that counts. I think that counts. Okay, it counts as black. Um, all right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about buyout. We're still in and out, in or out. But um, yeah. so Luke, in or out. On assuming he's bought out uh, signing Andre Drummond if he if he wants to come join the Lake Show in, yeah, firm in, yeah. Why make like just? Do you think it's self explanatory <laughs> No, no, I don't think it's self explanatory um, First of all, we got we have the space. Um, the salary cap salary cap is tricky in terms of buyout candidates. I, I think that because we're hard capped, we can't just buy and he would basically have to be a vet minimum. Exactly. Um, and, and also I think that there's, I don't know, there's some other weird kind of limitations just in order to make the math work. Um, I would rather have a three point shooter. So like if okay. um, Corver or somebody got, you know, cut, bought out, I'd rather pick him than Drummond. Just, I mean, we have two, um, two roster spots still. Yeah. So if we're able to use both of them, I don't really know how the math works, but we can sign both. We can, we can sign, okay. we can sign two guys. That would, I mean, that would be my ideal is somebody that can hit threes, but probably can't play defense. You know, like we're not going to find a three and D guy. I mean, there, there might, there, there might be, there might be some out there. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. If it happens, I hope so. So look, I, so. That would, I mean, that would be, I'm, but I want Drummond just, I want some rebounds, a big okay. guy. Okay. Fill the, fill the paint, I'm, do the thing. I'm sets the also screens. in on signing Drummond if he's available mm-hmm. in part, just so that the Nets can't sign him or so the Clippers can't sign him. Like just as a keep away yeah. move. Like I just don't want anybody else. We gotta talk about the Clippers at some point. Getting him mm-hmm. playoff Rondo greater than playoff playoff Lou. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, playoffs. <laughs> um, a general player, I don't know. Does playoff Rondo have another one in? I don't. Well, I don't know. That's the question. But but look, we you Probably know though. that playoff Lou just gets hunted. So at least with Rondo, they have. Like no, I uh, wanted to hunt him. Well, me too. I'm. I oh, you want to hunt Rondo? No, no, no. I wanted to hunt Lou. Oh, I know. I, I like that. Lou was kind of the guy that I was like, oh, I, I like. I I was excited to play the Clippers. Yeah, in the playoffs of course. Because I knew that. No, I'm I'm kind of bummed just, about this because that was their Achilles heel. I know. Ours is understood. Anthony Davis's Achilles heel. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hope not. Yeah. All right. So just all right. So look, we're both in on 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 signing if he's available. Last one in or out. Starting Drummond, assuming he's bought out and we sign him. No, under no circumstances. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know what Kool Aid. Like people want to do that. Oh my God, dude. It's like Laker Twitter got, got red pilled or whatever that saying is like, it's, it's crazy to me. Like I've got texts with friends who are like, I just want like a bouncy lob threat in the starting lineup again. And I'm just like, but he clogs the lane like really badly. And he's not a great defender anymore. Like the whole reason that he's a good offensive rebounder is because he's always under the basket on offense and he's huge and he is an enormous human being but like i think he's averaging like 0.8 three points for three point attempts this this season right like like he he does not he he does not spread the floor at all no no so i he's he Maybe for a specific matchup, team. fine, but like yeah, yeah, I could see that. There's people Especially, who are just acting like he's gonna get plugged in. No. One okay. I think that one of the things, one of the myths that has to be somewhat dispelled is the um the Dwight Howard yeah. Jokic. Yeah. I think that the the secret of that sauce in the playoffs was not just Dwight, it was the mixed center rotation. That, that Jokic is having to deal with, oh, it's Anthony Davis now. Oh, it's Dwight. Oh, it's Markeith. Like this weird, it's LeBron. It was this weird hybrid model of you have fresh legs, big bodies, contrasting styles yeah. all up against him. And I think that was a secret, not just saying, oh, we just need someone huge. <laughs> it's nice to have, but I think it's better. I think it's better if they're like your eighth or ninth guy in that situation and sometimes played out of the rotation. And that that's what I'm mostly worried, I guess, about picking up Drummond. Is he going to be okay with that? Is he going to be happy with coming to a team for the vet men and sitting for playoff series? I don't know if he would sit for a playoff series. I, w- I don't know if I would go as far as they would sit for a playoff series. You don't think he'd be like the JaVale treatment? Uh, Dwight got it too. And I guess not the whole series. I think he would like, have more of the Dwight treatment where like he would get some minutes in, in the right kind of um, thing. Here's, here's my thing. Like I miss Dwight. Dwight. Dwight was a former like multi-time defensive player of the year. Yeah. And last year he was actually in great shape, like, like mm-hmm. unbelievable shape. He ate apples Lucked and up. nothing but apples for like a month and he came back in great shape. Best case scenario. Um, it's like a Shinigami. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Andre Drummond is is not that. Like he he has never any he has never even approached the peaks of Dwight Howard's defensive prowess. Right. Mm-hmm. There were a couple possessions against Jokic that I think were pivotal, where Dwight kind of was old Dwight to a degree. And because he's in great shape, was in great shape, and was was still very athletic last season, was able to make a difference against Jokic. We can't expect that of Drummond. Like that's never who he's been. He's a no. slow-footed, enormous human being, and I think that Jokic is just going to blow right past him, and and he's going to foul out if he's a, a, a starter or playing significant minutes. Like I, mm-hmm. I want Drummond on the team. Don't get me wrong. I want to sign him, but mm-hmm. like to shore up our secondary unit when we need size when we need rebounding, right? When, when it would be helpful to have a big lob threat, 
Like that's, that's what I want. And he's not as much of a above the rim guy as he gets credit for too. Um, like I didn't think that, um, oh my God, Damian Jones. Sorry, oh. he, he flipped from my mind. He got, he got released from the team and he just flew away for a second. I didn't think Damian Jones was ready for prime time. I like him as a prospect. It's nice sure. to have a guy who can catch lobs. But watching him, he just would get lost on defense sometimes. He would he would just do some of these things that if you were like really like just critically watching only him for a, a good five-minute stretch, it, it would just be like, oh, I don't want to play you in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> then again, these big men—that's not really what they're here for. Uh, I I could see us signing him again. Oh. At the end of it all. Interesting. I, I've I've come back around. It's a pretty romantic but, idea, Luke. Yeah, but I but I I've I've caveated it with he's not ready for prime time. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I could see us signing him again. <laughs> he's not ready for prime time. Yeah. I mean, you know who else is not ready for prime time is. Um... Kaycock. Oh, Kaycock. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, I guess good for him. He got an NBA start, but yeah, yeah, no, he's that's not. He's that's not tough. Good. But um, I like him. I like him as a prospect. And uh, and sorry for digging on KCP. He's <laughs> the ultimate love hate Laker, and I long term love him. It's a recency bias. Yeah. Thing. Yes. Yes. And and we hope to see him for a long time on Spectrum Sportsnet one day. Yes. <laughs> former um, former Laker. Former Laker legend KC3. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's move out of, of in or out and let's just let's just jump in and I want to just talk specifically about the LeBron injury for a second. Uh, you and I are not hot take artists, right? We're not the type to be like, oh shit, LeBron has a sprained ankle. Let's hop on the pod right now and put out a 20-minute pod where we know nothing and can say nothing but waste airtime, right? It's not us. Mm-hmm. So yet. Not yet. Good point. Um, uh, what in what in we all become that which we hate at some point. Max Kellerman, man. Yeah, yeah I know. Poor guy. <laughs> he looks as though. Eguadala. Martians, laser beam on the earth. Who do I take on the Warriors to take a three? I'm taking Eguadala. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Go on. So hot take artist, Max yeah. Kellerman aside. So look, let's talk about the LeBron injury. I think we've already kind of said, Hey, we're not freaking out about this. It's not a age related thing. It was a freak play. So here's, here's what, uh, here's, here's some facts. Okay. Take this for data. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Laker Twitter doctor. He's a real doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> Laker Twitter doctor. Um, Dr. Rajpal Brar uh, at 3CB Performance. Um, he he was sent tweeting out a bunch of stuff. He did a video about the injury after the game. He said typical return to play with a grade with a grade one high ankle sprain, which he said it sounds like that's what this is. Is about four weeks. Expedited return to play protocols exist, but can come with some risks. LeBron's elite level of fitness builds an athletic reserve, which bodes well for faster return. So, you know, everything we've heard has been three to four weeks. Um, here's Lakers, Twitter's favorite doctor, kind of saying this, the same thing. Um, a, another piece of data for you. This is from Jeff Stotts um, at In Street Clothes. Um, over the last seven 82-game seasons, the average missed time for an isolated high ankle sprain is about 10 games. However, the variability is high, and a quicker return is possible. So mm-hmm. 10 games is basically three to four weeks, like, like about 10 games is about three to four weeks. So, so, you know, I think this is what we keep hearing. The sentiment seems to be that if LeBron is a little bit superhuman, which we know he can be, it could be shorter than that, but it also, you know, it could take longer depending upon how he, how he heals and how he recovers. I saw his, his wife, Savannah was like sprinkling some salt on his leg tonight or something. I, Hmm. I don't know what that does, but Hey, do it let's do everything we can million dollar salt listen man if he comes back in three weeks i'm drinking nothing but lobos for the rest of my life okay that's 
He's, I, I think that the uh, three to four weeks depends on what side of his mouth he's drinking his wine in. <laughs> Go, it's, it's, it's wine on the one side, te- tequila on the other side. <laughs> LeBron, you are a good and a bad role model. true. Okay, so all of this, so a grade one sprain is the... Not least like, severe. Obviously, the least severe. Yeah. So it's not like a tear or anything like that. It's a stretch. Well, it is. It is. It all okay. sprain is kind of a fake word. It it's a tear. It's just fake a word. very okay. very small tear. It's like a bitty micro tear. tear as opposed to like a, a whole section of it being torn. Okay. So you got a bitty tear. Um, let me just throw out a few things from Laker lore. It was hard to find, actually. I had to search these because I had to look up both Ron Artest and Meta World Peace because the <laughs> articles are separate. So Ron Artest, um, the, in the most questionably uh, inaccurate injury in Lakers history, the headline reads, Lakers, Artest fell downstairs at home. <laughs> did he, did he like, have a loan shark? <laughs> oh, you think like he, I'm air quoting now, fell down the stairs. <laughs> but yeah, he was, he was back. He was back in like a, in, in, a, in a, a week or something like that. Uh, the, but the more, the more impressive one was. Uh, Wait, you're just sharing that because piece. it's a funny headline? Yeah, it was oh, just funny. Okay, I was trying okay. to remember how, how okay. quickly he came back. But this is the real one. This is the real one. I just led with the, with the better bit. Um, Meta uh, had surgery to repair a torn meniscus in his left knee, and he came back to play 12 days later. What? I don't remember that. Yes. that this is real. Look it up. I remember I was talking with Shane, who's helping run our social media, and um, whoa, we were like, wait, didn't he just have knee surgery? And he's out there and... <laughs> And Stu's like, oh, that's pretty impressive. So just to remind our listeners, athletes are capable of doing things that you or I could not do in terms of injury recovery. It's true. They're like Goku, man. Uh, it's just going to make him stronger. And this is giving the rest of his body rest. It's true. And I, I think that that's been neglected in this whole conversation. Is This is a rested LeBron now that's missing some of these most brutal stretches with these three games and four nights. I think we have two of those packs. Which sucks for our record. Yeah, yeah. But at least LeBron doesn't have to carry the team through those. So it's true. There, there might be somewhat of a silver lining. He's probably going to get to miss um, our last big road trip, which could be good for his body too. We have like one one more multi week road trip left, which is coming up in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and he's so he's probably going to get to miss that. Which you know, and then he'll play almost all of the games at home for the rest of the season. And like. These studies have not been done with a hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's true. I mean, you got to know that like he is sparing no expense. Oh yeah, you know, with getting his body, he never has, right? He's he has always basically had a blank check in terms of willingness to spend on on his fitness and his health and his well being. And of any any part of his body that I I am confident that LeBron is strong at, it's his ankles. Like if this was a knee injury, this would be a totally different story for me. Mm-hmm. I'd be freaking out if this was a knee injury. The hip injury was a, the, the the groin injury was a different thing too because that's like that's a hard area to work out the surrounding muscles to be able to firm up. Ankle. This is like LeBron has been working on his ankles his entire lives to the detriment of his toes. <laughs> I knew you were going clubfoot with this somehow. <laughs> well, also though, like, uh, that like. I think that ankle braces are like, like you see a lot of basketball players playing with ankle braces. You don't see many basketball players playing with knee braces. It's pretty awkward. Mm. Mm. It's pretty awkward. It's like Steph Curry wears ankle braces every single time he's on the floor. It, it just does, right? It's, it's what he wears to play basketball. And so even if LeBron needed some kind of brace or something for some amount of time, like, I, yeah. But you're right. I mean, his, his, he basically has been, he, he, his ankles have been supporting his like toeless feet for long enough. <laughs> I have to apologize to both you and our listeners for basically wasting everyone's time just to shoehorn in Clubfoot <laughs> and, and Meta World Peace falling down the stairs. <laughs> 
Tune in next episode for Sasha Vujicic hurting himself <laughs> log rolling. What about Andrew Bynum hurting himself bowling? Man, that, that man ended his career bowling. I think he ended his career when he got that Don Nelson or uh, 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 <laughs> the trade. Not yeah, not the oh. the haircut. The um, not the Don Nelson. Uh, who's like the the old like boxing uh, promoter? No, I, I know he Don King. Don King. Sorry, when Don he got King, the Don yeah, King yeah. hair, that was I think that was when his career was. A, Don Nelson was uh, the coach, and now like prolific uh, advocate of of like recreational marijuana use. Bynum <laughs> <laughs> is such a tragic figure in NBA history. It's not like on the Greg Oden scale at all, but no. You know, I mean, he won championships. That's what could have been. He's fine. Yeah, he did. He did, and he was he was a crucial part of those those chips. Yeah. Um, what could have been? What could have been, young? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a good question. He's he's way older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I once saw a video of him getting into like a like a Ferrari or something, mm. and it was the funniest thing ever because Ferraris are not built for people who are seven feet tall. Like you or I would probably struggle to fit a Ferrari. <laughs> and like his knees were basically touching the windshield. Oh, poor dude. Um, no, but he was loving it. Well, he, he was okay. Yeah, right. I guess he owns a Ferrari. No, he, yeah, he bought it. Years. Like it was his, it was like a purple yeah, yeah, yeah. and yellow Ferrari that he, that he bought. Oh, that's kind of fire. Yeah. 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 Um, Loyalty. All right. So look, let's just talk about the team overall real quick. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we're 28 and 16 right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're four and three since the last podcast, which is a bummer because we came out to a pretty hot start, uh, came out 4-0 following the All-Star break, and then we dropped these last three after LeBron got hurt. Um, Anthony Davis is supposed to be reevaluated tomorrow, uh, Friday. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Um, but the, rep- the early reporting, uh, Dave McMenamin and others have said that the expectation is that it'll probably be another week or two. So there's a chance how, how that they, they can say he's fine. But... Wait, how do you? I don't understand. Where is this conjecture coming from? We're going to evaluate him, but mm, sources say they haven't evaluated him. How can they say it's another week or two? I mean, I don't I, understand this. Uh, I think that, like, you know, he's he's talking to the doctors, he, he's talking to team staff and medical people, and they're hearing how he's feeling, and they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do an evaluation to see how you're progressing. Where's the line of evaluation? That is that not an evaluation. Are they not continuously evaluating? Where are these milestones? I mean, that's fair. I think it's more of like a, I think when they say they're going to reevaluate, I think it's more of like a, we are going to give you the media an update on our evaluation okay. of, of Anthony there Davis. Right. I think, yeah. Cause you're and right. It's not like the doctors like, are just like blinders on for two weeks, <laughs> not looking at the guy. Yeah. Okay. So McMadam is like, I seen the charts. Yeah. We got another. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Um, We've also been missing Marcus Saul another week, man. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, that we've sucked. we missed, we basically lost him for a month because of COVID protocols, yeah. and then because he had to pass our like uh, uh, conditioning tests. Does that mean he got COVID? It's got to mean he's got COVID. He got COVID, right? To be out for a month. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, because he missed. I can't say that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's possible. I don't know. I don't want to speculate on that. I don't know. Um, oh, I, I do. Okay. All right. <laughs> All I know is that he was uh, he was given a 15 minute cap tonight, but that he was supposedly going to be able to play. So we're not watching the game because we're podcasting right now. So I don't know. I got taping. Um, and then last thing you already mentioned it, but uh, we also did not re-sign Damian Jones following the end of his second 10 day contract. So pour one out for Dame. Yep. Uh, yep. thanks for Game time. Thanks for, you know, helping us get through the All-Star break. Like thanks for getting paid to yeah, yeah. to hang out during All-Star week. He got some more tape on himself like for scouts and stuff. He's he's legit. Yeah. I think he's an NBA player yeah. for sure. Now here's the funny thing. We're still first in defensive rating, which I don't really I don't really get don't how that's how still that's a thing. Close. Um I mean, that's great though. I mean, like kudos to Vogel and team and and the guys for like making that happen. Yeah. If we if we if we keep that up, I don't think we're going to slip like we're not going to be a 500 team, but if we could win 30 to 40% of our games with 
Braun and AT out. That's, that's a little, I don't know if we're going to win that. I maybe. know, I know. I, uh, I actually, I feel I'm, like that's a little I'm curious if getting someone like Drummond would help a little bit. I think it would. You know? I think it would. A little fresh energy. Remember when we got um, uh, Tyson Chandler? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like he had like fresh energy for like 15 games. Yeah, we thought he was like, off yeah, it. we thought he had been like resurrected and then not. Nah. Like, Why'd you get but, cut? But, and it's like, oh, that's why he got yeah, cut. Okay, yeah. 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 So yeah, we might, we might get a little bit of that, that kind of um life so how about just real quick we kind of talked about it already but trades are buyouts Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. look we stood pat on trades um i'm a big fan of the saying no trade is better than a bad trade right like Mm -hmm. the mike muscala Mm -hmm. trade is fresh in my mind when i think about that (laughs) um um, for that one i don't know are there any are there any non-laker trades that you want to talk about we already kind of talked about the lou Rondo won a bit. Um, just in terms of general NBA, I think that the Heat did a good job um, getting Oladipo. Okay. Without having to send too much out. And um, I think that that's, that's kind of cool for them, just kind of where they're at being the Eastern, Eastern Conference finalists um, and, uh, you know, potentially adding a guy that is an all-star, but maybe not. So they, they kind of get a... They like, get to take a flyer on him. Exactly, yeah. and it's like kind of the best case scenario where they get to really know the guy, and if they they want to sign him, they can sign him. Um, I I saw a lot of people really celebrating the Bulls, and I'm happy for the mm. Bulls that they have a team that they can root for. Um, I think this is <laughs> Lakers' so, exceptionalism. That was. <laughs> I'm happy yeah. that them that they have a team they can root for. That was so pejorative. It was intended to be. Okay, uh, okay, good. Not a, I'm not a Bulls fan. It was intended. It was not. I'm not mincing words here. We we have to have our uh, Max Kellerman hot take <laughs> show. Um, but uh, okay, here here's what my point was trying to be. Um, people are people are really lauding the, the Bulls on on Twitter because they um, they obviously added um, some pieces at this trade deadline. Vucevic and. Um, they got somebody else too. I can't really remember, but um, basically, just kind of looking at a team like theirs, where they don't really have a ton of defense, they have some streaky shooters. It's built around um, a uh, a player that's clearly an all star, but is not yet a superstar, and potentially could grow into one. It to me, it it falls right into the things that Lakers fans fear most: the perennial second round. Mm, uh, yeah, okay, I, I get what you're saying. It's yeah. a trap. Yeah. It's a real trap where if you're a if you're a team that's like hungry for the playoffs, it's so easy to fall back into that trap where you expend all of your assets. You well, because because like I was just saying, and, like it, it you, you want your team to have that relevance to keep your fans engaged, exactly. and you know, but we've won a championship in every decade, so that's a little different for us. I would rather. And this is this is kind of harsh, but I would rather blow up a perennial second rounder than just like it's 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 like this val. There are multiple valleys in the NBA where you can be like how the 76ers were for a while, where you're just the perennial like rebuilding team. Yeah. Or you can be like the Knicks that is stuck in that forever, the perennial rebuilding team. Or you can fall into the valleys like I feel like the Nuggets have kind of always been there. <laughs> And they lucked out with Jokic, you know. They they've lucked out with some picks here, and maybe they haven't. They 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 showed it last season that they got out of the second round and they, yeah. they are a real team and they have an MVP candidate and they did it. But I, I just feel like the Nuggets are always in this weird little like, wow, or the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz, Jazz are the, yeah, they're example. the best example of just you're just always in this. Don't count them out, right? You should really have them on your power rankings. Right team of and then they you know fall in six in the second round yeah i mean yeah i mean i think there are a lot of people at sloan who would agree with you right who (laughs) yeah yeah right who would say you 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 tank or you go all in and that kind of being in the middle ground is bad for both reasons yeah and like if you're one of the top five teams in the nba you have a legitimate chance of the title because of injuries i mean that's the that's the real deal. I mean, the only reason why we're talking about the Nets the way that we are is because the Lakers are injured. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. The Nets aren't that. Good. <clears throat> I agree. They're good. They're great. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They're not that good. I don't know. 
hubris. <laughs> um, so we talked a little about, about Drummond already, reportedly working on a buyout agreement. It's been pretty widely reported that the Lakers are his most likely destination. I hear some clipper rumblings, which are weird, and the Nets Ooh. are always out there. Um, but it seems like the Lakers are, are the spot. Again, the weird thing is that the reporting is that like he believes he would be the starting center on the Lakers if he signed with us, and so mm-hmm. like that's why he wants to come. Again, I, I bristle at this like... I, the same thing with Schroeder, that one panned out yeah, and he earned it. But like, I really don't mm-hmm. love when guys come into a, a like a winning organization being like, I should be one of the five guys who starts this game and plays the most minutes. Like, I know you guys are the best team in the NBA, but I'm I deserve to crack that, you know, like, but I mean, whatever, that's just reporting. I don't know if he actually feels that way. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to let other people that's put really words in his mouth. The the problem is when they say it publicly. I don't have I don't have any problem with them being confident in practice and telling that to Vogel. Yeah. But when they go tell the media, that's yeah, it, yeah. Luckily, luckily, Schroeder earned it. He did, and maybe he, maybe they had already talked to him about it, and that was actually for real. That's a good point. Right. You know exactly. Yeah. How much do we know? So, that's the whole thing. You know, we we are operating on limited information for now. Yes. <laughs> Don't we get our sources? <laughs> Um, so how about this? That would, if we do sign Drummond, um, that would leave yes. us with one final roster spot. So mm. is anyone piquing your interest? And I, I want to throw out some names. Mm-hmm. The first one is a very familiar name to us. And that is Avery Bradley. I like it. I do too. I would love to have Avery back just for the, he helped, he, you know, I think he would help us, but I also he, think it would be a cool story. I feel like he helped set the tone of our defense to this day. Yeah. The Avery challenge was like the, their whole thing for most of the first part of last season. So I'm, I'm in on that. Yeah. How about, um, Otto Porter? This would be your three and D. Mm. I don't know how much D, but this would be your, this would be (laughs) your wing, right? This would be, this would be one of your, your top wing prospects Mm -hmm. out there. If he gets bought out, it's not clear that he will, but I mean, Anytime we could add a career 40 percenter from three, we do it. Seems so. Seems fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that, that's tricky, though, between him and Avery. I think you got to go out of auto. I think I would. I case. think I would probably pick the wing as well in, in this yeah. case. Um, Luke, how about LaMarcus Aldridge? Out. Oh, I know. I just I just go said his the- name so that, so that we could publicly say that we don't want him anywhere near this roster. I, I, do I really do not like his game. Well, he's just, he's a center uh, now. I, I mean, he's 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 not yeah. what he was when when we were considering no. him. I didn't even really want him when we were considering him. Was, we just had no he options. Than, <laughs> we didn't have any options. It was a sad, sad time. <laughs> <laughs> Please stay. Yeah. The police stay. Yeah, that was those were rough. <laughs> uh, Jim Bus. I wonder what he's up to. <laughs> That's a good question. I wonder. Um, I'm playing my GM on TK. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this one? This one also is a familiar name for us. Uh, Wayne Ellington. Dude, would be a good fit. Yeah, he's been my well, like kind see. of secret hope all along. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then you threw on Demar here. I snuck one in. I just saw some Which, random rumors. Can I just ask, like, yeah. like lowercase, just first name? Come on, man. Puts, <laughs> this is literally not putting man. respect on his name. This is the no. It's this it's is the, the textual embodiment of of not it's putting respect on his actual name. Dude, okay. <laughs> Who's this? Ad lowercase. When do I do that? How about this? Braun. When do I do that? Lowercase. When do I do Come that? On. That's an ultimate respect. That's an all-star that I only need to like kind of grunt their name and you know who I'm all talking right, about. Okay, all right. Um I I, I don't <laughs> really have a whole lot of interest in in DeMar. Even off a buyout, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, even off a buyout, just because I uh, like I just I don't think we need like a pretty high Chuck. usage mid-range threat. <laughs> I went to USC, so I'm a little biased. I mean, look, I'm not saying the guy's not good. He's the best. uh, Out of that list, he would be the most talented. 
Would you rather, would you really rather take Avery Bradley over DeMar DeRozan? That's really what I was trying to beat. No, 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 no. If it's between (laughs) the two of them, I would, I would take. Okay. Who would you take over DeMar DeRozan? Actually though, here's the thing though, for fit, like Bradley is the better defender and that's definitely true and is actually willing to take three point shots. Mm -hmm. So I might actually pick Bradley for fit reasons. And I think DeMar would want to probably be a starter. Yeah, I agree. And I, and, I, and I think that would be warranted. So, yeah, KCP's been missing all his threes, but at least he takes them. <laughs> at least he takes them. Sometimes he hesitates. But, uh, like, to the KCP point, I really think that KCP is the ultimate. He's like the, the um, weather balloon of the team. He drifts. He's like the highest volatility trade. He's the GameStop. Yeah. If the market's up. <laughs> KCP's rocking. If it's down, it's like, who is that guy? Yeah. Two points. Yeah, he go. He can ghost. Thirty-five he minutes can, and he, two points. Yeah, he can ghost. But I think I, free throws. I do think you're right. Like yeah. you, you said before that this team yeah. has a lot of force multipliers. Yes, because we have we're the greatest basketball force on the planet in LeBron James. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, and so without that center of gravity, you have a lot of like kind of people who don't have anything to multiply off of we got drifting planets man yeah. <laughs> moons just floating around <laughs> exactly exactly that's totally it yeah all right uh, before luke drifts right, too too much further out into space um <laughs> let's just talk quickly about the upcoming games we have so uh yeah. we've got nine games uh in the next two weeks including the the sixers who uh let's see how are we doing against them uh, we are losing Close by 15 with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. That sounds about right. Um, so including the Sixers who we're playing right now. So we've got a back-to-back. We played Sixers tonight and the Cavs tomorrow. Fun note, Drummond is not playing tomorrow. They announced that he's not going to play while they figure out his his buyout um, situation. Because that would be pretty hilarious if like he wrecked us and then joined the next day. <laughs> um, also, like they don't want to give him to us to come back and wreck them. Um, mm-hmm. Not that he would already be playing that quickly, but um, so anyways, we've got Sixers tonight. We're going to lose that game. We're playing the Cavs tomorrow. That's uh, our only back to back over the next two weeks. Um, we also don't have any three and fours over the next two weeks, which is, which is nice. Oh. Um, then we are home against the magic who you had a really funny tweet about today. Um, if you want to share that with the fans. I gotta look it up so I can phrase it proper. Okay, uh, and then we are playing the Bucks um, next week on Wednesday. Then we go on the road. We start our, our uh, seven-game road trip at the Kings, at the Clippers, at the Raptors, at the Heat, at the Nets, and it continues. But we're only looking at two weeks, so I think we play the Knicks as well, and then someone, and yeah, and then someone else. And then we're home for Boston. Um, so. Next two weeks, nine games, Sixers, Cavs, Magic, Bucks at home, and then on the road for Clippers, Kings, Clippers, Raptor, Heat, Nets. Luke, first question. Well, first of all, do you want to share your Magic tweet? Because it was funny. Magic GM be like, watch me make this team disappear. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Luke at Luke Walton Laker, everybody. I like I I actually really like that tweet. Um <laughs> first question is. Uh, do you think we get AD back at any point during this stretch of games? Yeah. I think 10 days. Okay. So I think 10 days would put us around... Uh, I think that would be like the Raptors or Heat. Okay. So you think like maybe mid-road trip we get nah. him back? Mm, no, I take it back. I don't think he's going to come play against the team we're going to lose to. I, I kind of think they might hold him out until we get back from this road trip. <laughs> that's kind of my, no, no, look at it. That's kind of my, that's kind of my thinking is that they're going to hold him out for this road trip. Uh, it's going to be brutal, man. And, I don't want to, I don't want to guess how many we're going to lose. And we'll get him back for basically like a week or two. And then Braun will be back. So with that, again, we got nine games here. We know we're going to lose one of them. You got to give me, there's a, there's a, there's a bonus space, free space. Um, what do you, where do you, how do you think we're going to fare over this period? 
I think we might only win two games. Maybe three. Yeah, I mean, I think we could beat the Cavs. Me too. I think Magic, we, I think we could beat the Magic just because, like, I don't even know who that team is anymore. Decimated. I think yeah. we could beat the Kings because we already almost beat the Kings without LeBron or Anthony Davis. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Okay. That was the that was the team that I was like, I don't know. So I think that there's we just there's three can't leave it close against the Kings. Yeah, I, I think that there's three games there that are a possibility. So I, oh, yeah, I, I'm I'm sucks. thinking. Ah, uh, oh, this would have been so fun with our full roster. I know these are fun teams to play. I know. So I'm thinking like three and six, Fox, Clippers, maybe Raptors. four and five if oh. we're if we're really lucky. But three and which s- which one would be the four? Which one? Which one would you take out of the hard teams? Um, Do you think we have best chance? Bucks, Clippers, Heat, Raptors, or Nets? Be bold. Um, I I keep thinking I'm the one that I keep thinking is Raptors. I agree. Just I because agree. I feel bad for the Raptors, like they're living in a hotel and in in. in no. Um, Tampa no, Bay or whatever. Tough. Tough. I don't know. That seems like maybe the team. They seem like they're in some turmoil right yeah. now. Spicy P just got like fined for cursing out Nick Nurse, and they almost just traded everyone. Yeah. And, um, so I don't know. They seem to be in a little bit of turmoil. So if we're three and six, which is what I think, that would put us take it. at thirty-one and twenty-two. That's fine. Thirty-one and twenty-two. Um. And get AD, AD back, work your way back up to a 500 team. I feel like with AD, we're a 500 team. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing 22 losses is yeah. good enough for 10th right now. Yeah. So right now. we're not going to fall out of playoff contention by going six and three. No. So sorry, and, sorry, three and six, three and six. It, oh yeah. Um, also, something that people don't consider is the win column right now, where we have unequal numbers of games. So the Lakers have luckily played more games than some other teams. True. So, so we've racked up some wins. It's true. So that gives us a little bit of a buffer. It does make some of the close ones sting a little bit more. Some of the ones that we should have snagged. Um, yeah. Zach but, Lowe was pointing out the other day on a podcast that we mm-hmm. don't own any tiebreakers except against the Spurs. I heard that. Yeah. And he was, yeah. he was explaining that there's basically like a baseball series against the Mavericks right around the time when LeBron might come back that could end up being pretty pivotal in terms of kind of final seating. And, and, um, that'd be fun if LeBron came back on the second (laughs) against the same team, like that, that'd be a great way to, it'd be like, uh, yeah, like keeping your ace pitcher just to bring it back to being about a baseball pod. Now that you're a baseball fan, can I put you on the spot real quick? Cause we're, we're done. Yeah. Padres or Dodgers? Dude, that's a really hard question. I know. That's why I'm putting you on the spot right now. Because you have to make you have to decide now. You can't live in this world where you're you're on both lily pads. It's not allowed anymore. You gotta pick a camp. There's a right answer here, and I'm gonna be very disappointed in you if you don't pick the right answer. Dude, this is an LA pod, man. So okay. My dad, it's a, my dad's it's from a LA. Laker pod, bro. We don't, my dad's from. We're not LA. talking about the Kings. I felt a lot of joy, or the I've Clippers, or Dodgers. USC, or UCLA. Fair. Fair. Yeah, to be honest, to be completely honest, as a guy from San Diego, I'd feel more joy from the Padres, the San Diego Padres, yeah, winning the World that's Series. That's the right answer. I would. I would. That's and the right answer. I. It'd be really hard, though, for me to root for the Padres over the Dodgers. And to be fair, I did not last season. Oh. I was rooting for the Dodgers. Oh. But the Dodgers got theirs. There's an element okay. of that. Okay, all right. That all right. That's, yeah, I get that. One for them, one for me. Yeah. But to be absolutely clear, I do not feel this way about basketball. The Clippers can rot and die and move to <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> okay, there you have it, folks. <laughs> you leave San Diego, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one professional basketball team in Southern California. <laughs> well, with that, <laughs> I'd like to thank you to all of our followers for this weird, spiteful <laughs> podcast. 
please uh, subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods, even RSS, you old school peoples. And uh, check us out on social media at LukeWaltonTalksLakers.com. You can find all of our links there. Feel free to hit us up, too. If you want to uh, have a conversation, throw a mailbag um, question our way or anything like that, we, uh, we're we here. We're bored. Definitely. What kind of? Uh, Avery Bradley, come on home. Yeah, man. Finish, finish what you started. <laughs> Fight on. Fight on, Luke. <laughs> Fight on, Damar. Man, you put me on the spot with those Padres Dodgers. It's cruel. I know. I had to get you. Uh, Jiggle. You did. I had to get you, you on the record. I bet. <laughs> Awful. <laughs>